What's going on, y'all? What's going on? I know. I know. You're excited. I, you hear me smiling because I know you're smiling. It's me, your girl, So Diva. We are right here in the Diva Den because I am the hip-hop Oprah. But I had to bring Lil Michael in here. And I got to be cool, so I got to say it right. Lil Mike in the building. What's up, baby? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Thank you for that introduction. No, it's wonderful. I'm, I'm excited because you're not from around here. Okay, so before we even get started, let them know where they could follow you at before we even start talking. Let them know where they could get with you. All right, y'all. So my Instagram is low Michael music. That's L-O Michael music. You can follow me uh, with the exact same username on TikTok. Um, and you can also find me on Spotify, Apple Music, or uh, any streaming platforms as just low Michael. Again, that's L-O, Michael. See, y'all heard him. Y'all heard him. Now, where exactly are you from? So, I was born and raised in Oxford, Michigan. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Down here in the suburbs. Yeah, yeah, Michigan. Okay. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you. Just listening to, of course, music from everywhere. Of course, you can do what you want, present whatever music you want. But I don't think people here in Michigan, you know what I'm saying, other than Detroit, and would understand, you know, what's what's in Michigan. So, how far are you from Detroit? Um, about forty minutes north. Oh, um, wow. you know, so so Detroit is kind of my neck of the woods. I'm familiar with the area, but you know, I mean, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I'm from there. Got you. He said I'm familiar with the area. All right. Okay. <laughs> So this is what I want to know, because, of course, all artists, you know, wherever they're from, you know, they they feel as if sometimes they have a responsibility to continue the legacy of just the the sound of music based off where they're from. So even though I'm saying you're 40 minutes outside of Detroit as a as an artist, did you take on that? Like, nope, I got to sound like this because this is how we all sound when we're from here. Or did you really like introduce them to low mic? Like, nah, this is who I am. This is how I'm a sound. Fuck with me or not. Um, to be honest, kind of both in a way, because, you know, the way I'm approaching it is it's like, you know, Detroit definitely you know i would say more than other cities almost has like a very distinctive sound especially in the hip-hop game you know you got the rubber bass you know the mm-hmm. t-grizzy kind of flow mm-hmm. and like on, on my new album party from hell i do got a song like that it's called animal that i specifically tried to approach in a detroit style but because of you know i, I listen to all kinds of music growing up all kinds of hip-hop all kinds of not hip-hop right and so all that really comes together to to create what i consider to be the the new uh, low Michael musical experience. Got you. I, I definitely, I'm going to clap it up for you on that because the way that you just explained it in the sense of the low Michael experience, I definitely think each artist should grab that. You know what I'm saying? Just off the strength of understanding that each artist has an experience to present. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and it's not all going to be the same. But for you, I want to know. What genre would you actually, you know, put your music in? Of course, you're saying you're rapping, you're hip-hopping, but for you to actually marinate yourself growing up with a whole lot of different music when it comes to what you like, what you listen to, you know, what influenced you, would you, you know, would you put yourself in one genre or would you, you know, how would you actually place yourself when it comes to music? Um, ooh, that's a really good question. Um, <laughs> because... Like with, with hip hop, I feel like there's there's really the potential to be quite free form um, because there's 
there's you know with the drums and everything you could go like super hard 808 you could go super like trap sound but you know then you take a song like my new single moves like it is still trap it is still hip-hop but it has more of a of a light beat you know kind of tone so it really is all about the, the the song and the kind of mood that i'm trying to capture but if i were to generalize it i would say you know and i make all of my own beats too Oof. so right so so I tried to approach it with a specific kind of musical style. I tried to add a bit of musicality mm-hmm. into my beats, uh, uh, some some raw instrumentation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I, I try I tried to. I would say it, it's more so like, um, just kind of upbeat, fun, hip hop slash uh, trap. You know? Okay. Okay. Now, just in listening to what you just said, and you make your own beats, so. Were you a producer first, or were you were you in the booth first? That's a funny story because I was actually a producer first. Um, I really started my musical journey by just learning piano. Uh oh. Just and I was just straight up just I was like I, I want to you know learn piano. I want to know this instrument. And the the really cool thing about being a piano player in the 21st century is that you you can turn that into being anything really yeah. because you can get a MIDI keyboard which I have, and then I can, um, you know, make my beats, make my music. And then after a certain point, you know, I'm writing lyrics, I'm doing stuff, and I'm like, you know, damn, maybe I can spit. You know, <laughs> let me get up to the mic. See, and that's that's where I was going next, because I usually ask artists, you know, their story or just the journey of what it is that they've done when it comes to making music. It's like, do you hear a beat first and then you get in the booth and you start going off? Or did you write something first and then you had to make a beat going to what you what you wrote? Or did you hear something that went to what you wrote? And being that you're the producer, I think that it's a different kind of process because you know how to make the boom back. So when you put the beat together, after you hear it, because I know it's a couple of producers, it's like, I can make a beat in three minutes or I could make a beat and it take three days because they gotta, you know what I'm saying, whatever they're feeling, they wanna make sure they find it and put it together, finish it, whatever. So once you actually do that, what's first? Like, are you writing or are you freestyling or are you making a beat? And then you like, nope, I think that goes with that, goes with the boom back. Like, how you doing this? Yeah, so it, it really, um, it really takes this song by song. But so like, take a song like Moves, for example, um, I remember I was literally like just kind of like taking a walk and I was just like think, humming to myself. I was like, I got the moves, I got the moves. Like like the melody, the hook just kind of came into my head. Mm. And then I was like, yo, 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 I, I, I got to make a beat to this. I got to make a song to this. You know what I'm saying? No, but, I hear that. But sometimes, you know, I'll just make a beat and it'll like just be a musical idea. And then I'll like sit on the beat for like, you know, a week or a few few days or whatever, and then I'll write the lyrics to it. So, so it really does de- depend on the on the kind of song and, and the kind of process that I'm going with. Got you, got you. Now you in the den with Oso oh Diva. So, as I hip hop Oprah, you know, as I'm supposed to bars. No, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but a lot of times, you know, I think music as of now, just when it comes to what's expected or what's perceived um artists have a tendency to forget you know what's expected and you got some artists who like i said they'll make a beat or they'll get a beat and they'll put words to it because it sounds right you know what i'm saying it goes right with the beat the sentences or the words rhyme 
But then you got artists that actually speak from a personal position, like, nah, I went through this. You know what I'm saying? So I understand. But then you got people who would actually, you know, speak from a general perspective, but more of a, I know that there's people that went through this or have gone through it or going through it right now so that they would understand. And then you got rappers that's all cap. You know what I'm saying? And then it's, it's like, ain't nobody fucking with them because we know the Right, you right. So, which one of them artists are you? Um, I am the first three. <laughs> <laughs> because basically, what I do, like, so, my songs, you know, I'm, I'm not capping because I feel like, you know, I said earlier I was from Oxford. I'm not from Detroit. I feel like there's, you know, a lot of rappers, to be honest, who tr- try to portray themselves in this kind of like gangster kind of light but then you talk to them in real life and they don't really do nothing but like you know they're not really out here mm-hmm. so i don't really try to pretend that i'm like that you know i i know who i am you know and like yeah you know you know i'll do i'll do some fun stuff i might fuck you bitch but you know i'm not <laughs> i'm not toting guns and shit right you're gonna get like, me back you know it's no it's no violence you know what i'm saying you was right in there that's it <laughs> right 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 so but, you know i I, I would consider myself a more uh, melodic rapper as well, too. I, I do try to always make sure that, you know, even when, you know, I'm telling a story or, or I'm trying to make a point, like, it's got to go with the beat, you know what I'm saying? Got you. Got you. Now, I'm excited for this question because shout out to all the artists that have tapped in. Y'all already know that I usually, like, I usually do this at the end, but just conversing with you, I had to get a little bit of history before we got into this. Now, Everybody know that America loves America, and they put their four presidents up on a mountain. You know, Mount Rushmore, we get it. But Mm -hmm. if we were walking past your mountain, okay, the four artists, dead or alive, you don't have to put them in order, but we were walking past your mountain, this is yours. Who would be the four on your Mount Rushmore? Ooh, this is a really good question. I like this. (laughs) Um, So... (laughs) Definitely Mac Miller. Oh, Mac rest in peace. Rest in peace. Rest in peace for real. Rest in peace for real. Because like, yeah. and, and Swimming might be my favorite album of all time, too. That dude has just had such an inspiration to me. His his music means so much. And he was such a unique voice yeah. in hip hop. Yeah. Um. So he's definitely up there. Um. Th- this one is uh, not a hip hop uh, person. It's but I definitely all to want you. To put- Whatever artist you want to put it up there, it's all yours. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I would definitely throw uh, John Lennon from the Beatles up there. Because like, Y'all don't know me, nothing about that. Y'all know nothing about Lennon. That's y'all know heavy. nothing about that. Huh? Damn. You can ask your grandma, though. She probably knows something about that. Hell yeah. That's heavy. Go ahead and <laughs> tell him why. Go ahead and tell him. Yeah, yeah. It's because, so, growing up, the Beatles, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all don't know nothing about the Beatles, but trust me, there's a reason why y'all grandmas know everything about them, because they laid the foundation of pop they laid the foundation of modern music they were some of the best songwriters of all time and i think that for for me like like i was saying earlier like when i was learning piano the very first song i learned was imagine because i I just i wanted to uh i just wanted to be like john that's really what what it all came from um so he would definitely be up there you know and Um, number three number three um for the number three I'm going to go with Kendrick Lamar. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Because Kendrick Lamar, like, not only got me into hip-hop personally because I I just really liked his music, 
but the Kendrick Lamar, I feel like, is the best rapper in the game right now. Besides, of course, Lil Mike. Oh, <laughs> go with it. You gotta tell because him. You gotta tell him. But no, I gotta fair. tell him. I gotta tell him how it is because there's there's people in the in the hip hop uh, community right now, you know, that that are trying to push the culture their own way. But I listen to Mr. Morale, and I think that the, the, the direction that Kendrick is pushing it in is uh, more artistic and, to be honest, just more healthy and, and better than everybody else. I, I think he, he's really saying something important, and he's really doing something important for the culture. So I definitely put him up there. Definitely hear that. Um, Your fourth. Who you putting up there? All right. This is the hardest one because this is that final slot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Dr. Dre. Oh, my. Oh, my. Dr. Dre. Because Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre is an absolute G. Dr. Dre is probably, in my opinion, the best um, hip-hop artist of all time. His ability to not only craft rhymes, but craft beats, craft songs is is impeccable. You know, the dude took his own, uh, he took his boys out of the hood and then he took himself from just, you know, some, you know, dude who is, you know, growing up in Compton and whatever. And now he's a billionaire and everybody's got his headphones. Hell so yeah. There's, Hell yeah. There's, there's a real journey there with, with Dr. Dre. And, and you know, he backs it up with his art. So that's that's something that's really inspirational to me. Truly. Shout out to your mountain. Okay. Because ain't nobody Hell put yeah. the Beatles up there. No, they, don't know, they don't know about the Beatles. Okay. They don't and know about that. Yikes. But just in listening to your energy, like for just in listening to you and getting the history of who you are, it's definitely an energetic appreciation when it comes to music, period. Because, of course, people, you know, they're going to put music out based on what they feel and what they went through, whatever, whatever. But in understanding your history, it's like you get a better understanding of where the energy is coming from with your music. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I definitely, definitely fucks with you. And I want to know if you could do a song today, you go in the studio tonight and you could let any artist come in there with you for a feature. Who you opening the door for? Um, man, it is, it is a close, it is a close, close, um, you know what? I'm just going to straight up go with Kendrick. I feel like Kendrick just, he has the best flows. Mm-hmm. He, him and I, I feel like could tell tell the best story. And there's a lot of people that, that I feel like we, would come close. 21 Savage, yeah. Kanye West, yeah. Eminem. But, but, but Kendrick for me just, just has not only that star power, but just that ability to just bring the absolute most out of every single song he's on. Right, right. Now... I want to talk to you about Party From Hell. Mm-hmm. Now, it's, it's out already. Y'all could go ahead, let them know where they can tap into it, okay? You go ahead and let them know first because I'm about to ask a billion questions. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. So Party From Hell is my new album. I, I know this thing is going to go live a few days after we recording this, but chances are that stuff's already out right now. Mm-hmm. And that stuff, you know, it's, a, it's an album. It's 14 tracks. All right, full-length LP, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm telling it. you, uh, uh, like, we every single song, man, y'all got to listen to the whole thing because that whole album banks front to back, I promise you. See? 
and that's that's what I really like. We was talking about everything else, and my engineer's already yelling at me. Like, wrap it up. No, we're talking. Um, you, sir, when it comes to logistics, or not even logistics, semantics, when it comes to music, like, I'm the first one to tell you, you know, your words have power. They have meaning. You can't ignore it. But Party From Hell, where did that title come from? Um... It's, it's actually a really, uh, it's, it's quite specific, actually. Um, so the, the, uh, the concept of the album is the party from hell is what we live in right now. We are living in the party from hell because mm. the party from hell is, is the culture we're in where, you know, the, the, the rappers that are idolized are, are not really, really talking about anything real. The, uh, you know, the, you got girls, you know, they're thought culture out here. Please. You know, even men too. We all hoes out here. Talk to them. So, like, we are in, like, we are getting out here. And, you know, like, Takeoff just got shot in the street in a dice game. So this this is really all, like, like this culture. It's like, bullshit I'm, I'm gonna be right honest, now. <laughs> it feels like a party from hell. Mm. It feels like, you know, we're all having fun and it's a party. But this is in hell, man. Mm. It's not in heaven. True. Because... So I feel like what, what the party from hell is saying and what it's really about is it's it's representing an idea of, of of like almost peak trap of just like we are at the point where, you know, like toxic hip hop culture and, you know, hip hop culture isn't inherently toxic, but there are toxic parts of hip hop culture, just like there are toxic parts of any culture. Right. I, I feel like the toxic parts are getting exacerbated and um the healthy parts of hip hop are, are being um, silenced. So I'm just kind of putting that on display. Got you. Got you. Now, we was talking about mirrors. That's how we got introduced. You know what I'm saying? But if there was one song on that album other than mirrors that you would consider your favorite, which one would it be? Um, not not to correct you, but the song is called Moves. Excuse me. I'm sorry, because I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm looking at myself in the mirror <laughs> as I'm talking to you. So I, I know. <laughs> no, I, I get it. I get it. Like I'm like sorry. you're looking at the wheel and you just say yo, because like, I'm deep <laughs> in this conversation, dog. I'm sorry. Nah, for real, but yeah, moves, no. moves for real. Because I, when it comes to music, like I told you when I met you, like it's not no. I'm, I'm not talking to everybody, but when you really listen to what people are saying, you get an understanding that it's like, nope, they're not talking about trapping and, and fucking bitches. No, it ain't that. It's, it's a different kind of something. Like, you might mention it, but then in going to who you are, the history of it, or just the background, it's like, oh, nah, he, he's talking for real. So, yeah, other than moves, which one is, is your favorite? And you would want them to go listen to it as soon as they're done listening to this. I y'all um my best tracks are if I were to pick a few favorites and this is a bit like picking your favorite kid you know but um I'd have to pick between Moves, Shawn Michaels, and Demonic mm -hmm. off the album. Mm -hmm. Y'all check out those ones and I promise you you will not be able to stop listening to me. <laughs> Yo, your energy is all the way up there i ain't even mad at you like you supposed to speak heavy on yourself man he heard you heard what he said y'all supposed to do what he said okay and for all the others just tapping in with your punk ass go ahead and let them know where you can follow you okay y'all go ahead and listen because 
it's, it's one thing for me to speak, but then when I bring them in, you got to know they're not on no bullshit. Like, we working for real. So, Mike, go ahead and let them know where they can follow you, where your music is, what your blood type, like, all of that. Go ahead, let them know. <laughs> all right, y'all. All right, y'all. Um, Low Michael, um, you look that shit up. You look it up on Instagram. You look it up on TikTok. L-O Michael Music. M-I-C-H-A-E-L. That's how you spell Michael. L-O. That's low. Low Michael Music on Instagram and TikTok. On all streaming platforms, it's L-O Michael. Low Michael. Or Low Mike, you can call me in the streets. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm, I'm on everything. Um, you, you can look me up. You can look up my songs. Um, pretty simple. You know, Low Michael. That's it. See? Y'all thought it was going to be hard. Like, he was, he was trying to tell y'all what it was. But nah, it's nothing but love for you and him, like, for real, for real. Like, you definitely doing your thing, and we paying attention, and you not never going to get forgotten because you got John Lennon on your damn mountain. Like, that's not, we're going to be talking about that for a second. But y'all already know what it is, man. It's your girl, Oso Diva, the hip-hop Oprah. And we in here in the den, man, because he over here working, and I had to bring him in here so we could get in this business. That's how it goes. Make sure you follow me everywhere at Oso Diva, O-S-O-D-I-V-A. And yeah, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you know, your uncles are listening to it. It's okay. Like, we have fans. Y'all make sure you're doing what you're supposed to better than you was doing it yesterday, baby. That's how we grow. You hear me? So I'm going to definitely meet y'all at the top because I ain't about to stay where I'm at. <laughs>